Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Jump Chat. You already know who it is. It's my brother. But I'm your host, Johan Gomez. This is my co-host, Tanner Tessman. And uh, we're here with a very special surprise episode. Uh, as y'all know, today the announcement has come out that my brother, Jogo, has moved to Real Sociedad. He's still at Lu City, but the move is finalized. And uh, before we get into this episode, um, I want to run a quick ad with y'all real quick. BET Online. Shout out to our sponsor, BET Online. You know, as y'all know, Cowboys won yesterday, you know. It's good to bet on them now. I think they're gonna be they're gonna be winning the Super Bowl. I think this year probably. So um, <laughs> don't forget to use our promo code Believe uh, to get your fifty percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B L E A V for fifty percent off. And uh, shout out BT online. Now let's get into the video. Juggle. We talk every day, but come on, bro. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Um, obviously, I'm I'm super excited and I'm glad I could do this interview with you guys. And thank you guys for having me on. Professional answer, huh? Yes, Zersky. Very professional, very professional. Um, so where should where should we start? Let's start from the beginning. Let's start from FC Dallas. Um, so Dante, actually, one of our previous guests, had a question for you, and he, uh, but you weren't on the on the on the call. He asked me, and he said, "Yo, why didn't you sign? Why didn't your brother sign with FC Dallas? Like, did FC Dallas offer him a homegrown deal? Like, what's up with that? Did they offer you one or what?" So they didn't. Um, there was, there was a North Texas deal offered back when I was 15. So back in 2019, summer of 2019, a North Texas deal was offered. Um, and we went back and forth, but there was, there was no like clear development path into the first team. And I'm sure you guys kind of experienced this too. Like one day you'd be training like with the 19s, the next day you could train with like the second team, the first team. And it was just like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like disorganized. Like it was good to train with like first team, second team. But like I said, there was just no like development plan. Um, it was just kind of confusing as a player because you had to learn like different systems and know how to play with all the different teams. Yeah. That North Texas contract really uh, locks you down too. Back then you couldn't go, uh, you sign, can't go to college options are looking slim i did the same thing rejected it smart move but would you have would you have considered a homegrown deal for rusty dallas like in that moment yeah for sure uh, like i said it was back in summer of 2019 so so i was 15 about to turn 16 and actually recently this past july um like lucci and staff reached out again but i had already committed uh, so, so, so I had to honor my word. Oh, they offered you a homegrown contract? I would say they officially offered me a homegrown contract, but I was, I spoke with Lucci and I spoke with Mikey, and Mikey said they were interested in, in renegotiating with me, which they never negotiated me like a homegrown deal in the first place. But, yeah, we, we spoke about it back in, in July of, of this year. Interesting. And so if you hadn't, if you hadn't committed yet, do you think that would have been an option or were you pretty set on going to Europe already? Uh, I came here like to go to Europe. If not, I would have like taken the North Texas deal. So I think like, I wouldn't have just automatically rejected it. Like, I think it would have been a possibility, but it would have been like 
a smaller possibility than obviously back in, back in 2019. So obviously yeah. you think you made the right decision going to, to Louisville, but just talk about how Louisville's developed you. Like, obviously you have a good relationship with the coach and, um, but like just the atmosphere being there, a top team in the championship, like you really think that that's, that steps help you develop a lot to make the jump to Europe? Yeah, for sure. I think that like last year um, I wasn't playing as much, but still like being around um, such a good like culture, a bunch of experienced players, as well as a, a good mix of, of younger players. I think it was good to be in like a first team environment, um, see what that was like. And, and obviously, like you said, the coach, I was with John Hackworth last year and part of this year. And he has a, he's good with young players. Obviously he was a U17 uh, U.S. national team coach for a while. Um, and now with Danny, he's a young coach, but knows how to deal with young players and, he, he's done well with the team. So I think just all that has helped me develop and got me ready for, for the next step. What was, obviously you've been treated a little bit like the golden boy of Lucity, especially this year, like it's no secret. Now you set up like a little bit of your roots down in Lucity for this year. What do you think you'll miss the most about Lucity like this next year? I think like the easy answer is just to say that I'm gonna miss everything. Um, but I think specifically I'm going to miss the fans. The fans are, are really good here. Um, my teammates, my coaches, the friends and the friends that I've made along the way. Um, but I think like something that a lot of people don't know is just the culture that we have in the locker room. Like we, I think we have a really good like team culture in the locker room and obviously I don't know how it's going to be over at Sociedad, but I think, Either way, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that a lot. That's facts though, because like the the locker room be like different in the U.S. I feel like I don't know, John, how you can compare, but like FC Dallas is just I don't know FC Dallas is different too because there's a lot of homegrowns and everybody has a different kind of relationship. But the the bond we had at FC Dallas was just different compared to here, bro. Yeah, I can feel that. You guys don't all speak the same language though. I mean, I feel like. 90% of the, our players speak English. So it's like, I don't really think there's like that big of a barrier, but it's just like, I don't know, like in Dallas, everybody's known each other for so long and we're all like in the same boat. That's the biggest thing to me is like, everybody has the same, like besides like maybe five players, six players, everybody wants to take the next step. Like you have, you know, you have your Matt Hedges, you have your Ryan Hollingsheds, you have your Jimmy Mowers who are there to stay and, and look for a next contract with FC Dallas. But then you have, all these young guys who's just they're just trying to make the next step trying to get minutes and trying to leave whereas here it's like you have players that are playing their first year in Serie A and they're and you know they're just a lot of them are just glad to be in the moment you know but a lot of the we have a few young guys that are trying to you know take the next step like me Bushio coming in from the U.S. trying to take the next step jump to the next team but I mean there's a lot of guys here that are content with with a year in Serie A and and see what happens but I don't know yeah, I can kind of agree with that. It was kind of that way at Porto too because they most of those guys have grown up with each other. And, like, I don't know, sometimes it did, it felt like some players were just okay being there. You know what I mean? Like, they were just yeah. okay playing for Porto B, you know? Um, and so I kind of understand what you mean. But, but anyway. Um, Which is fine, I guess though. you'll see that when you – yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Well, it's nothing. But everyone's different. Like like you said, like, yeah. 
um, everyone's different. And at FC Dallas, you kind of everyone's more of the same in that sense. Yeah. But um, Jogo, you've uh, you've been on social media like with the rumors and stuff. Have you seen like what's the craziest rumor that you've seen about yourself? Uh, I saw one. This is not Real Sociedad related, but I saw someone on Twitter report that I had committed to the Mexican national team. And I was like reading through the comments and I was like, what is this about? Like he said, like Jonathan Gomez has committed to the Mexican national team. It was like this verified account and everybody underneath was like, like questioning it. And I thought, I just thought that was funny. That, that was probably the craziest rumor I've seen. So, so let's hop into that real quick. Yeah. Have you committed or what's going on? Have you been in talks with anybody in, in either national team party or what's going on? Um, so I'll give, I mean, the answer that probably no one wants to hear, which is that I'm not committed and I'm not leaning either way, but I've had talks with both federations. Um, I was obviously named to the preliminary gold cup roster. So I spoke with Greg a little bit, uh, but that was back in July, maybe spoke with him a couple of times. And I've also spoke with Mexico um, in there and their coordinator. I went to, train back in May with um, for the Nations League so that was a, a really cool experience getting to train with all those players and and I talk with Tata and, and all that are you tired of the questions I'm not no I'm, I'm not tired at all really it's um, I think it's a good thing really to to be sought out by both national teams but at the same time I have to do my job on the field so that I can play in, in either one of the senior teams because right now I'm going through the U20s. Um, so if I keep doing my job, then hopefully good things will come. So you're not yeah, leaning so towards break. either one? No. So U.S. calls you today. Mexico calls you tomorrow. They both want you for this international window. What are you saying? <laughs> um, like tomorrow. Yeah, like you got to make a decision tomorrow. You got to go with the U.S. team or the Mexico team, not even to play, not even to cap yourself, but just to be there with one team. Who are you going with? Oh, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going with the U.S. because if it's not going to cap me, like I've already been with Mexico, seeing what it's like. So I like to go with the U.S. and see what it's like before making a decision. That's so. a good answer. I, but I think if it was – I think we both know if, if both of them were to be capped, I think you just not go in general. Yeah, Either. I, I, I don't know. Still a little soon to to cap myself. Um, but most people don't know. They'll they'll know in a couple of days. You got called to the U20s with Mexico, and you're headed to actually Spain in a couple of days. Um, so there's actually a U20. So the, the the situation that Tanner said might be coming up soon, but it's not with the senior team. But there's a U20 tournament where the Mexico and US will be in um, in November. So you know if they both call you. You've already been with both age groups there, so you don't have an excuse. Who are you going with? Um, I mean, I guess we'll see. <laughs> this is this this is a this is a lot of pressure, though. I want you to understand because the team – so when you qualify for this U-20 World Cup, you also qualify the U.S. or Mexico for the Olympics. There's no Olympic qualification. So, brother, if you're going with the U.S., I'm going to need you to perform really well, all right? <laughs> Because uh, okay. the 2024 Olympics is what, 01 and younger or 00 and younger? 01 and younger. I think. 
okay okay yeah I, so your boy will still be eligible that. yeah so you need okay. to perform if you're with the u.s mexico you can do what you want u.s you got to perform all right brother all right especially because y'all lost uh there y'all's u20 world cup yeah yeah. We, yeah that's what i'm saying yeah so you need to perform brother you dante pepe to be fair, that's though, the only O3s I know. Che. Have to choose because you'll be in playoffs, so I don't think they'll release you. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was gonna say. Like, if I mean, obviously, if both of them call me, like that would be great, and it's a great opportunity. But I don't think I'm gonna. I'll be able to go because I'll be in the playoffs with Blue City. Okay. Uh, well, let's move on to the to the Real Sociedad stuff, which I guess people mostly unless y'all choke. <laughs> I mean, um, it'd be really hard for us to choke at this point. Well, we're, we're going to clinch a playoff spot tomorrow. Is that for sure? If we you write, you writing that in paper. You write that in are, paper. Are you telling the fans to go on uh, on our betting website to bet and lock it in? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? We, online, we, need, we need to win. Clinch a playoff spot. We have to win, and then Indy and OKC. No, OKC has to lose or tie to Indy. So it's not just us winning. That was a bold statement. That is a bold statement. You're basically saying that they're going to win and Indy's going to lose their tie or whatever they need to do. No, no, no. Okay. So. OKC has to lose their tie. Either way, we, we can clinch on Sunday. With a win today and a win on Sunday, then we're good. Yeah, y'all straight. No, but seriously, on a serious note, connecting kind of the dots from Lucidity to Rouse, get out. Um, is it true that your transfer is 100K? <laughs> Nah, I honestly don't know. Uh, I don't know the exact numbers, um, but I don't think that's the number. My agent is really, or our agent is the one that that, that knows that stuff. Um, and I honestly, I mean, it's being announced, but the last time I spoke with Danny uh, about it, it wasn't it wasn't finalized. So nah, I I wouldn't really know. Okay, that's fair, and I I think that'd be a bargain, but you never know. With like, there's not much evidence of people going from USL to Europe. So I guess um, they wouldn't really know what to like price you at. But so uh, when are you joining them? Actually, I don't even know. Like, isn't it like November or something like that? Yeah. So after after the season, right? Another bull statement. But after we win the championship here, then I'll I'll, t- I'll take some t- <laughs> I'll take some time off. Um, they told me to take as much time as I want uh, with my family. So I'll probably go back to Dallas, maybe one or two weeks, and then head over uh, to Spain, probably the beginning of December around then. Um, Tanner, how are you feeling about these bold statements coming from Jogo right now? <laughs> I mean, I like the confidence, but we're going to run it back on y'all show first round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I, I mean, I wish all the best, you know? I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I'll probably be over there around like early to mid December uh, and start training. I can't get registered until until January, so I'll be over there um, getting settled in and training with the team. So, what's the? You talked about a development plan with us. I saw was sketchy. Is there? Do they have a plan for you uh, when you get there to who to play with, training with? Do Do you know these things? Yeah, so when I I was able to go visit back in July, and um, well, we had already spoke with them over Zoom, um, and they told me that I would most likely start with their B team. So I went over there, 
And the coach of the B team is actually Xavi Alonso. So I was able to meet him and speak with him, um, ask him questions, all that. So uh, I'll most likely uh, start there, train with them, and then work my work my way up from there. Nice. They got everything sorted in terms of like housing, everything. Do you know where you'll be staying in a dorm or your own place or what's it looking like? So for the first six months, they call it like um, the acclimatization period. Uh, they're they're going to have me staying at like this residency. It's not like a, it's not like a Real Sociedad residency. It's like some other type of residency, like kind of like a college. So it's kind of like a dorm. Like I saw exactly where I live. It's kind of like a dorm. Um, so I'm going to live there for the first six months or like until the season's over. So from December until May or June, whenever I come home and then whenever I come back for the 2022 season. So like in July or August, then I'm, I'm able to get my own place. That's sick. So bro, I kind of, I know that I know the, the story about how to reached out to you or to our family, but just, yeah, just tell them cause it's actually kind of, it's actually kind of crazy, bro. Yeah, so they actually reached out to my dad through the Gomez Way blog. Um, and then from there, like, I don't, I'm not sure how much my dad spoke to them, but he ended up, like, handing them over to our agent. And then we had a Zoom call probably back in, like, April, May. No, probably, like, April. And then we talked about an official visit, and it ended up happening, happening um, at, the, at the beginning of – july and yeah i think because of covid obviously like clubs have been scouting more online and, and virtually so i think that helped a lot and yeah that's pretty dope that is very way pulling through, huh? that's only well honestly that was crazy to me because you'd been training with like so many other european teams like there was like rumors about other teams and sociology came out of nowhere and then when dad told me that I was I was like that's crazy absolutely crazy but um now nah, let's let's move on to, to to something else just about you as a as a player um for the Sansa fans that might be watching now you know what are your what are your best qualities as a player what can they expect from you moving into the B team of, of Socio so to begin with um an offensive minded fullback but that doesn't mean I don't play defense I think um I balance it well, when to go forward and when to defend, but I think I do attack well. Um, I keep a level head most of the time. I have a good first touch and I think I'm a, I'm a technical player. I strike the ball well and I run a lot. Like I can run for days, which is a good quality to have as a, as a fullback. Yeah, why stand or laughing? No, laughing, bro. <laughs> no, nah, you can't run, bro. You can run for days. That's my. Yeah, that's I don't know, Tanner. Tanner, what? Tanner, Tanner, what? What are his qualities? Because we both played with. Bro. You probably played with him when North Texas more than I did, actually. So, like, would you agree with what he said? Because you clearly have an opinion, also. Yeah, I mean, I played with Juggle in uh in North Texas. Um, I feel like he's just a really solid player. Like, there's a lot of players who have ups and downs. But Jogo is more like consistent, like you know what you're going to get from him. And then you'll have games where he'll, you know, do really well. But there's never really games where it's, you know, he's playing bad or really bad. Obviously, everybody has their games. But I'm not so sure about the 
the level headed from the from the Gomez's. But, um, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> but, uh, that's what you're laughing about. Just from the Gomez Bro. family. I mean, I don't know about the the level headedness of the fam- family. Can you, can you remember a time where like I got mad? Can I remember a time? Yeah, brother. In a game, I don't know because in a game, I mean, we played like half a season together. But that season is also with like, I don't know, with guys that are like, I don't know, we 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 killed the season. Like, I don't know what, like, we've never really had tough games, so there's never a time for you to get like mad. But I do remember a couple times with opponents where you, you, uh, (laughs) you do some things, and then in training, I mean, for sure, I remember a million times where you yelling at somebody or kicking somebody or. I remember. Yes. <laughs> I think, okay, uh, but, but that's just how y'all are though. Like the aggressiveness is different kind of, but I mean, I like it. I'm not saying it's bad, but. No, I definitely, maybe take, you've gotten I better. Definitely take ownership of that. I think he's gotten better. He's gotten better, but I remember, I actually do remember that year was kind of bad, but it was mostly, I think you got it from me. And, um, and yeah, but I think playing with older players has gotten better because you can't, you can't yell at them older players. Cause you know, they're yeah, really that's bad. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like uh, I remember, you guys, you guys didn't see me, but when I was with the seventeens, like playing up with the O twos, and y'all were nineteens. That year, like at first, like I respected everybody, like I didn't say anything to anyone, and I was just like quiet. But then, like by the end of the year, I would yell at like everybody, and <laughs> got in and some I, trouble I, for I, it. I think, huh? I, got, I think I got dismissed from training once because I kicked someone or something like that. Like when my Thias took over, <laughs> but that's just like because I was super competitive and like. Yeah, but yeah. No, do you yell at your Lucid yeah. players like that? Now, have you gotten to that point? Have you do you yell at your Lucid teammates like that? Um, like I'll yell at them, but not like I only I've only gotten into it one time last year. I got into it like serious with one of my teammates, but that's it. Like I've only gotten into it with a player once this year and once last year. But other than that, like I don't like I don't like yell. At, I don't like really yell at anyone let's move on to the success question as you know that's our whole motto here so we like to define success how do you define success and do you think you've achieved it yet so i'll start with the second question i think that i haven't achieved success but i think that i was i was speaking with someone earlier and i was talking about it i think like success is really relative like success to a homeless person, for example, would be like getting food or like finding a place to stay. But like, obviously for someone like us, that's like, that's not success at all. So I think just success would be like accomplishing your goals or like what you aim to accomplish. So like, for example, playing in Champions League, um, playing in a World Cup, winning a World Cup, like for us or someone like me, I think that's what um, would determine uh, if success that's a pretty good answer never that's heard of homeless people brought into it but that's a good it was a good uh, <laughs> I was just analogy. an example it was a good analogy it was a good analogy it was a good analogy so kind of leading up into that though what are your goals for this next year when you join Sunset? because you you were bold in St. Louis City we're going to win some championships you know this and that you know what are you what are you going to do with Sunset and, and what are your plans there? do you have a timeline for when you want to debut into the first team kind of that kind of stuff mm. I don't think I necessarily have thought about, about my debut into the first team, but I do think that um, if I do well, like I could be pushed up quickly because 
you guys probably don't know this, but under under the current first team coach, 12 players have debuted um, from, I don't know if the academy or from the B team uh, in the first team. And right now, actually, there's a few players from, from the B squad, like consistently in the, in the first team squads because they have some injuries. Um, but to answer your question, uh, I want to I wanna, uh, get my spot in the second team. So be a starter with the second team. Um, so earn my, earn my place and get consistent minutes. And they play in second division of Spain. So that's pretty good level. So we definitely want to not get relegated and see see how good we can do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Thanks. it's it's different, bro. When you're moving to Europe, you don't have to worry about yeah. relegation. Like Tanner, Tanner knows, I know. Um, and now you're going to have to find out, unfortunately. It's, it's definitely a different level um, of yeah. maybe urgency that you feel every game like every game matters like right now in the mls or usl you can just be like oh okay we had a bad game whatever but tanner now knows like literally every single minute counts bro i watched changing the changing the topic a little bit i watched the y'all's highlights yesterday Tanner. bro i know y'all were tight on that last uh, 1v1 bro i know y'all were tight oh my goodness bro oh. <laughs> these guys had a 1v1 last play of the game uh no the other team had a 1v1 last minute of the game to lose the game bro but they the keeper saved it that was crazy. Well, let me explain. Last, like our last home game, we played Spezia, who are a team that got promoted last year and stayed up. They were the only team that that's got that stayed up in the last like four years. They got promoted. They stayed up. They saved us up on the last day. We're playing Spezia at home. This is a game we we should win, or we really were pushing to win. And they scored in the last minute, ninety fifth minute banger, upper ninety. Killed us. Zero? We lost 2-1. Oh. This game, same same thing pretty much. We come back, tie it. We're pushing, and then they get this breakaway. And we could see the play develop from, like, from off the corner. We could see it develop. And this guy gets the ball. And I'm – I mean, I've never heard the stadium so quiet. Like, it was literally, like, everyone's just, like, stomach dropped. We're just watching. And our keeper made the save. What a moment. Oh, my goodness. That would have been so bad. <laughs> wow. Bro. No, nothing's worse than a counterattack and the panic that sets in, bro. That's crazy. No, I mean, but just but to wrap going up, back to your point, yeah. Just yeah. how every game is uh, so important, bro. It's it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Like, every minute. That's why I feel, I feel like sometimes in Europe, some players are, like, more, like, reserved because they, they feel that pressure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how it is with your team. But I feel like sometimes, like, players can play, like, they don't take risks because they're afraid of losing the ball and then getting scored on and then losing the game. And then it, it's just, like, a whole little, like, domino effect, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But um, just to wrap it up, Joe, how are you feeling about the move? Um, anything that you can say to the Sunset fans to get you hyped, to get them hyped up for your arrival? Um, you know, anything? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about the move. I, I can't wait to get, uh, to get over there. Obviously, I have business to finish here. But as soon as I get over there, I'm going to be ready to, to fight for the club and, and do my best. And uh, one last question. So what, right now, in this moment, what, what would you say is your, is your, how we say in Spanish, Club de Corazón, uh, Lucidity or FC Dallas? <laughs> uh, right if you now, could come back and finish your career at one club, which would it be? I think as of right now, it would be Lou City. I think 
that just because of everything they gave me, uh, the way they welcomed me in, and they've been like a second family for me, uh, for me. Um, and especially if, if Blue City uh, one day moves into MLS, which I don't know if they will, but I, I think I definitely have to come back to to Blue City. That's wild. Damn, you're giving the you're giving the Blue City fans some hope now, so uh, maybe I'll have some hot fans takes. Over, but, <laughs> but hopefully, um, y'all can uh, have a, a good last moment together and win the championship. But um, anything else you want to say, Tim, before I wrap it up? Nothing. It was a banger. Yes, Sergio. Thank you for thank you for coming on. Thank you for everyone uh, for watching. You know, y'all definitely need to stay tuned to Jogo. Um, what's your Instagram, Jogo? Uh, underscore Jonathan Gomez. Go check out his Instagram, his Twitter. Uh, he's got some good picks coming. I've seen him. Um, probably a lot of a lot of promo vids and stuff like that. So go check that out. Uh, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Share this with everyone. Um, and uh, just one last time, Juggle. So you're not coming to Mexico or US yet on on the pod? <laughs> nah, still still un uncommitted. Uh, but, or part undecided. two for part two, you'll come back. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you'll exactly. Whenever I come back on, I'll have an answer for you guys. All right, probably, it'll be like LeBron James when he joined Miami. It's going to be like the decision. Um, in this form, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach and um, join the Miami Heat. Um, nah, but thank you so much for listening, guys. And um, make sure to, like I said, like, share, and subscribe. Go check us out on Instagram at chum underscore chat or chum.chat. And um, as we always say, go find your own success. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.